Saturday the third with G Moody here live in the cold ass New York. It's brick, but I got heat. I got some heat. Yo, we're gonna go through this shit very clearly and very deliberately. Now, is it not a fair question to ask? Well, why can't we see Harvey Weinstein's victims? This is a fair question. We are not comparing. Let's get that out the way. We want all these motherfuckers to be dragged through the press the same. Then that lends an air of seriousness. That means, yo, they ain't bullshitting. Nobody's above the law. But when you go after a dead guy who, while he was alive, beat this shit in court, then we got to say, why are you scrutinizing this guy? You don't think Oprah Winfrey has heard stories about movie mogul Harvey Weinstein? This is her personal friend. You don't think she was privy to some grimy shit? If you look at her on the internet and these pictures, she's hugging him. She's on a yacht. She's, uh, you know, it's a personal friend. Any motherfucker invite you to a resort and, and uh, yachts and parties, they view you as personal. So because of that, you are around these motherfuckers, you know, ill shit. Just like people who aren't around him and they got stories. So the likelihood of you having stories is great. So you would think this person who's a media titan would be like, we got a bigger fish right here. And I know this motherfucker. And I heard stories, but I wasn't sure. I heard about these rumors. I didn't know this was my guy. But now that everything came out, I think it's uh, my obligation as a fighter for women and women's equal rights to share my stories that I have heard to corroborate the victim's stories as well. But they ask her to go after a dead guy, to exhume a dead guy, Michael Jackson, get his accusers. You could have declined that based on MJ being dead and better based on, yo, this dude was in a court of law for this shit. We're not going to dredge this shit up again. But see, this chick needs to know that the same way they're going after the black people, right, hard. You don't see uh, Les Moonves in the press no more, right? This was the head of CBS doing grimy shit. Few articles, and then they paid him to go away. Oprah ain't talking nothing about that, right? This is the head of CBS. You go after the low-hanging fruit. But all that shit going to come back to you, and we're going to be looking at you get dragged through the press by these same people. And the caveat for this, my man sent me a... An interview Oprah Winfrey did years ago. Barbara Walters probably had some inclination because why would you ask this question? Barbara Walters asked her, you wanted to be white, right? You wanted to be white. And this broad Oprah Winfrey said, you know, yeah, yeah, I really did want it to be white. I really wanted to be white. And, um, I, I didn't want to say that because I didn't know what all these black groups. You see, that statement in itself tells you the mindset. And when you think about it, Barbara Walters must have known. If that were me, you asked me that question, even if it were true, I wouldn't share that with nobody. That shows you that I have a self-hatred and I'm not going to satisfy the interviewer by 
agreeing to that shit. I'm going to keep that shit within. This was a pride thing when she said, yeah, you, you, you can see it. Yeah, I want it to. I, 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 I want to be white. So when you hear that statement, it explains a lot. Hmm, who's going to be the next victim? I play him out of pocket and totally stick them. No sweat, you can't smoke me. You can't provoke me. Don't play me. Don't even try to reproach me. Each mission written, eliminate the opposition. The rhyme reproduce and replica the repetition. Now set the motive. Give me no limitation. No man can withstand the full duration. Rhyme after rhyme, dope sound getting crisper. Getting thick as a brick, stepping quiet as a whisper. Fiending money greener. The bills are cleaner. You fight for your life on the stage arena. No I'm in Harlem right now. Just sat in the third with G Moody. Live podcast, mobile podcast. It's brick out here. Gotta stop going to these places, man. Chocolate wasn't with me. Decided to have some wine. These motherfuckers up here try to bag you. You know, I'm a guy. This motherfucker uh said, Could I hold the door open for you? I'm leaving the uh establishment. And money got up and said, oh, what do you do? These motherfuckers out here trying to bag men. But I'm not one of them dudes, man. But I didn't give him no flack. I just told him, yo, I got a podcast. It's called This, That, and the Third with G. Moody. It's dope. You will love it. But he was looking for something else. Not here, bro. I got to take chocolatey with me because these motherfuckers looking at me like I'm some scrumptious dinner. I can't have fucking wine. Motherfucker try to bag me. I don't look good. I'm just trying to have some wine and a a little nightcap before I go into the crib. You see motherfuckers eyeing you. And I'm just trying to look at the TV. You know, naturally your head turns. You see a motherfucker just staring. Yo, money. I ain't got nothing tight on. Motherfucker making you uncomfortable. I know how women feel now. Motherfucker just staring at me, man. Shit's bugged out, man. That's what this shit is about. Third with G Moody here live in Harlem outside. Was thinking about this shit. This shit got me a little pissed. I remember Obama, former president Barack Obama, was talking to some kids and he was admonishing the black kids about their chains and their pants, right? Wagging his finger. I don't like when that motherfucker does that. You know why? Why don't you have the same energy towards? the people who are shooting up schools, right? He made it very race specific with black kids being a certain kind of way. Well, if you're gonna do that, why don't you be race specific against the people who are mass executing motherfuckers in schools? Black people not doing that for the most part, right? So if you're gonna target one group, why don't you go at the next? See, that's the cowardice trying to curry favor with a certain group. Fuck you, man. 
first of all, black people don't be wearing them big dookie chains no more. And it's really young people who are in gangs with their pants hanging off, man. And that's a very small percentage. But if you're going to wag the finger, you need to wag the finger at the motherfuckers blowing up the schools and all the mass executions in the schools. That's the people. What's more serious? A guy, a young guy with his pants hanging down or a motherfucker shooting up the whole school? Who should you talk to? Get out of here with that bullshit, man. But you're quick to point the finger at me. You want to be the big fish, you little guppy. Black man can't be no yuppie. You put on your suit and tie and your big clothes. You don't associate with the Negro. You want to be just like Jack. But Jack is calling you a nigga behind your back. So back off, genius. I don't need you to correct my broken knees. You know that's right. You ain't. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Chocolatey just a few minutes ago. I was asking her, I was like, do you hear a difference in, uh, you know, we're in Harlem, the way people speak? Seems like gentrification is uh, changing the way motherfuckers speak now. This is like a survival method. I see the guy I knew. I said, oh shit, what's up, yo? This motherfucker said, hey, Gerald. I said, huh? I, I said, what? And then I said, never mind. But it just brought me to, this got to be some survival tactic. Motherfuckers know they're getting ran out of Harlem, so what could you do? I remember uh, Brooklyn was going through the shit. Lil' Kim, she started to bleach her skin to try to stay in Brooklyn. So this is a survival tactic. We're out here acting ridiculous when only we can save us. Mentally enslave us for little or nothing. Kill our neighbors. Animalistic, cannibalistic behavior. Look to the sky for your savior. He won't save you. He didn't save your forefathers. Why bothers, brothers? You must discover the power of self. Know thyself or find thyself. Hating thyself. Killing thyself. While he collects the wealth that you sit back and murder for, ain't the devil happy? <laughs> right now, walking outside the uh, Alexander Hamilton compound in Harlem, they calling him a, a humanitarian. I just want to see where he held the black people at. Because I'm reading right now he was a humanitarian and uh, he was such a great guy. And I see where he, where he held the slaves at, and it's like, like a fucking dump and this is the humanitarian they said this is his house right and it looks like it is his house and they got the pictures right here but i'm saying you don't think this motherfucker had no slaves where they lived at it's not about him he was cool and he was great he had millions of dollars in the 1800s what about the people he was holding in bondage nobody wants to talk about that <laughs> don't bullshit yourself that's like i told you if I had an apartment in Brooklyn and I owned a whole project, who cleaned the grounds? You think me, being a prominent guy, would be cleaning the grounds? So where did those people live? I'm more interested in their lives. This guy's rich. Fuck this guy. We're talking about the black people who were surviving while in bondage. I'm more interested in how they got down. We don't have any uh, arrows sh showing where they, where they lived at. This guy's rich. 
What's so big about him? Where the slaves at? Where they lived at? What they made? How they forged their culture, right? Amidst being held against their will. I'm more interested in that human spirit. A house like this in the 1700s, this guy's cooling, man. This is a grand house. They make no mention of the people who were responsible for the upkeep of this house. No mention of them. Like they didn't exist. We are the forgotten. Summer's cooling off by the fire hydrant. Yeah, I'm from the ghetto. With old black women talking about their sugar level. It's not unusual to see photos of dead homies' funerals. Aluminum foil on TV antennas. Little TV sit on top the big TV eating TV dinners. Girls dye their hair with Kool-Aid. They gave us lemons. We made lemonade. But this nigga's paid ancestry of slaves, descendant of kings is necessary. Yeah, bling, put rims on everything, wear Tim's on every scene. Want to talk about this De La Soul thing? Everybody's talking about how they got robbed. Tommy Boy, their former label, owns their catalog. We got to start there. If I own your catalog, I'm going to do what the fuck I want with it. So this is the problem. De La Soul is like, yo... They own it, and, you know, the samples still haven't been cleared. So from the first album, Three Feet High and Rising, the uh, ownership at, at Tommy Boy didn't think that it would be commercially successful. So why bother with clearing the samples? But it was commercially successful, and I think they settled a, a lawsuit with the Turtles, the group the Turtles, because uh, De La used some of their music. But that was just one. Now motherfuckers are waiting in the wings. Once they hear, oh shit, they dropping that? Tom Silverman, the owner of Tommy Boy, is like, oh, we'll deal with that when it, when it comes. Fuck it. We want to put all this great music out and get it available for all streaming services. And De La Soul is like, yo, you opening us up to mad lawsuits. But like I said earlier, if I own the catalog, I can do what I want with it. These guys may hope Tommy Boy will have a change of heart, but that shit ain't happening. So who do you blame? I blame the lawyers who looked at the contract in 89, 88. Your lawyer is supposed to go over the contract with a fine-tooth comb. That's the point of the fucking lawyer, because you can't do that as well as they could. So... They say, oh, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to throw that out. We're going to scratch that out. And this is where you go back and forth. So you don't blame 19-year-old guys, 18-year-old guys. You blame that fucking lawyer who didn't see in the contract that it said future technologies. The record label was anticipating new technology. Why wasn't that lawyer on the same page? If the record label is thinking that there will be future technologies that they will take advantage of. Why aren't you thinking like that, motherfucker? Now, these 18-year-old kids are now 50, 49, and they are at the mercy of 
Tommy boy again. Tommy ain't my motherfucking boy. When your fake moves on a nigga you employ, who will emerge off the set? Now you know, goddamn, I show living large niggas how to flip a death jam and rough up the motherfucking house. Cause I saw that you cold chilling motherfuckers. I still want a brother. I'm ruthless, my clan don't have to act wild. That shit is job. And no sleeping bag profile. The soft comedian rap shit ain't the rough witty. On the real of real, it wasn't from a tough city. Niggas be tame, thinking that they lyrical surgery. They know they mics are phone the virgin. And if you ain't phone the mic, you couldn't hurt a bitch. Yeah, also, um, people are kind of outraged that Trump, Trump's campaign manager, uh, Paul Manafort, got 47 months and he committed bank fraud and tax fraud. And people are like, how could Jussie Smollett, who created a hoax and beat himself up and put the police on a wild goose chase, how could he be, uh, Slated to get 47 years in prison and he got all these felonies. Well, what it's about is power and influence. People connected to the government are going to be treated less harshly. This is a fact. So to compare these cases is not really fair. You know what I'm saying? This guy has power, he has influence. I'm sure he knows the judges and they know him. It's a different thing. And this is how it's going to be. But I also got to reiterate, yo, we know what the system is about. And to be bullshitting around, um, to put yourself in jeopardy of getting intertwined in this same system that you rail against as being racist, right? And no one's doubting or questioning that it's racist. But why would I commit such a foolish act to put myself in that same racist system? to give them an opportunity to put my ass under the jail. So at the same time, we have to look at the perpetrator for not understanding the law and not understanding his position in the law. Long as breathing, needing, even like Steven, achieving, getting some cheesing, representing lovely, boogie down Bronx major, with the project flavor, a major, danger, my behavior is mad hell if you're front, you know what I want. Fat beats for my rhymes, mad clips for my nines, a ill posse and my name up in lights and I and me. Yeah, this is the Third with G Moody here, live in the Bronx. We got this new segment we about to come out with, Scholarship with my man Chi. We are going to discuss a whole bunch of shit and as you can hear, the sizzle. Chicken Alfredo lasagna being made right fucking now. New York City in the house. We're talking about how masculinity is being eradicated. And we're trying to find out why. Why is that targeted? Why is that now evil? And when you look at masculinity, it's under attack right now. And black masculinity suggests that you stand your grounds. You are the protector of something or someone. And that's what you do. When I walk through the streets with my kids, no, I'm on aggressive mode. The attack of black masculinity is about bowing down to a system. You don't have to be the protector no more. You don't have to be on point no more. Just go to sleep. Because you don't have to be on guard no more. The very nature of your manhood that derived from Africa, you can need to lose that. 
So the attack on black masculinity, right? Not just by the system, by feminist organizations is saying, I don't want you to protect me. Even though your body physically and, and biologically is designed to do that. That's why we came out of women. All men derive from women. Not just literally, because you came out of your mom. Absolutely, yeah. But in, in, a, in, in an evolutionary understanding and a mutation understanding, we came from women. Hence the reason why we got nipples that we don't essentially need or use. And we have a large X chromosome that it seems to have no real purpose in terms of manhood. So back to black masculinity, when you tell us that we can no longer do what women created us to do, you're telling me that I have no relevance. Back to the top, you're about to get dropped. Go for what you know or ride the bow and get stopped. My man Daryl Mack, dressed in all black. I passed the mic to D and DMC, I passed it back. Rappers won't be dissing after this rap song. They'll just sing like Rodney King, can't we all just get along? Standing third with G Moody here live in the Bronx, New York. We like the feedback we got from uh, all the fans, especially the international fans, saying how much they love the live podcast, meaning G Moody is out in the streets and the mics are with him. And although it's a bit much to carry them everywhere, I try to do that because you never know what you're going to see in New York. And people want me to be the quote-unquote color analyst as I traverse around NYC, as I get in those subways and see the ill shit. And the mic I have is so good, it dims the noise that is around me so you can basically hear my golden voice above the street noise of NYC, and we will continue to do that. So I will have the mic in my holster. I'm gonna keep it on me so I can bring it out and let it fly. Or it is psychedelic, flow not prehistoric, metamorphic, auric like acid, no hat tricks or classics. So park that ass like Jurassic and check the matrix. Completion like seven to overshadow the triple six. Complimenting zigzags or wisdom like five percent is when doing mathematics. Flip scripts like acrobatics, intrinsic in rapping like insulin to diabetics. Text is didactic with nutrients like mucilix on wax. Flex facts like hydraulics. Yeah, this that a third with G Moody here live. In Harlem, you hear the sirens, motherfuckers setting it off. They gotta go to the spot where they're setting it off. But check it. Last week they were talking about, yo, it's International Women's Day, and I'm like, yo, it's Women's Day every fucking day. You can't earmark a certain day for the species that are responsible for bringing life into the world. How you gonna just say, yo, it's one day for them? International Women's Day. This is where we honor women. Motherfucker, if it wasn't for women, there would be no life. So, International Women's Day, and you earmark one day for these important species, is a disrespect. Women's Day is every day. I would not be on earth if it wasn't for a woman bringing me forth into the world. I formed inside of a woman. 
International Women's Day. Let's celebrate a woman. You know how important women are to just planet Earth? Obviously, the creator made women very special. They bring life into the world. About to change the focus from the riches to the brokers. I wrote this Both opus to be versed in hypnosis. Whoever closest to the line, go win it. You gon' fall trying to ball while my team win the pennant. I'm about to be in it for a minute, then run for Senate. Make a slumlord be the tenant. Give his money to kids to spend it. And then a minute, every law that ever prevented. I'll survive for our rival. Documented in the Bible like Moses and Aaron. Things gonna change, it's apparent. And all transparent gonna be seen through. Let God redeem you. Keep your deen true. You This that the third with G. Moody. As you ride the New York City subways, you see the the gamut of the planet. All ethnicities come on the train. People sitting across from me look like they're from Cameroon. People to the left of me look like they're from South America. That's what it's about. This that the third with G. Moody on the train, keeping my head bowed. I know motherfuckers is looking at me because I am talking. Motherfuckers is arguing too. But that's what it is in New York. G. Moody here live on the train. We had a great time in the Bronx. We had scholarship with my man Adriano. Joseph, a.k.a. Chief. All black people got nicknames. But we had a great time with all the Bronx cats. As you hear the screeching of the wheels as we approach Jackson Avenue in the BX. Shout out to my man, Old School Cat who is from the BX, who creates some of the great artwork. As we head home, we will want to sign out saying, peace. The real